Welcome back to the show, guys. This is hey. episode two of uh, Crossface Buddha. So we have Andy. Yo. His name is Andy now. <laughs> Alan. Good morning, guys. And Anthony. That's me. So our friend Jason is out today. He's being a lazy bum. Yes. What's he doing? I don't know. Freelance, probably. Freelancing again. He's probably doing yeah. porn. Yeah. My <laughs> wife uh, baked some some goods for us to to snack on while we uh, while, while we, we record. <laughs> so I think if you guys have, want to have them through, it's, brand. It, it, it's actually his wife's brand. Yeah, she she has an Instagram page. She takes orders through Instagram. So if you guys want to order through Instagram, hit her up. Yo, shout out, shout yeah. out, shout out to. We'll take a picture of it. Yeah, after, we'll, we'll, we'll throw. I don't know. Maybe AK can edit some <laughs> things. I'll edit some pictures onto the video or something. Like the uh, the logo. Like it's like oh, click here, click here, yeah, click I, here. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. So wait, what, what's her, what's the brand? What's her brand? Sorry? What's the name of her? So she calls brand? it the Madeline Girl. Okay. So she bakes Madeline's. Okay. And uh, like later, like sometime last year, she had a whole bunch of flavors. Yeah. But she took kind of took like a little bit of break. So she's coming back, but just with one flavor for now. One flavor. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, I'll ask her. I'll ask her what her menu is currently. And then we'll. That we'll, sounds like yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Wait, does she have a website? She does have a website, but I don't know if it's up yet. But she's taking mo- her orders mostly through Instagram, anyways. Through Instagram, yeah. all right. So, guys, if you want some Madeline's, yeah, in the Greater Toronto area, I don't think Alan will service Barry. <laughs> nah, <it's laughs> Maybe, <too far>. <laughs> Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. But yeah, you can check it out. You know, order some sweet Madeline's, Toronto. Toronto's still stuck in quarantine. I think Uptown's open now, actually. Yeah, yeah York Region, I think, opened up on the 22nd. So, like, restaurants are open. Um, yeah. I think malls are open, too, now. I think I saw some people at um, at Markville Mall. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I actually have to go to the mall to return something. I've been wanting to go to... So, okay. So, I have a whole... I've been trying to clean out my place recently. And I've got a whole bunch of place that... A whole bunch of things that I wanted to drop off at, like at the at the apple stores i have an old imac that i'm trying to get rid of uh i kind of want to recycle it I, I wanted to sell it but i don't have a keyboard i don't have a mouse and it's pretty old so i don't know how much money i can get for it anyways probably 50 bucks yeah i don't know <laughs> so i was thinking of just taking it to the apple store to getting it recycled and um i have a whole bunch of old records uh-huh. like lps and stuff um that i'm planning to take to um valley village to to drop off or like a Goodwill or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have some good quality ones in there and I want to wait until some of the stores downtown that buy used records and stuff open back up so I can take it to them because they can actually pay good money for it. But I've got a whole set that's just like shitty old Hong Kong operas and shit. You can post a link here and then like... Maybe you just <laughs> buy it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think they're worth anything. But yeah, I kind of wanted to wait until some of the places downtown open up so I can actually get a little bit of money for it. You can always sell on Kijiji. Yeah, I'd rather just take him. I I, I like going to a store and just, I I like going to actual stores. Yeah. Yeah, But that's the thing about Toronto is like, you can always like refund stuff. Like in other places, like you can't really, you can't really refund anything. Like what? Like like in Hong Kong, Mm. uh, like you buy something, like there's no, like you can't return it. Uh, like on the street vendors, yeah. <laughs> no, no returns on the street like it's vendors. Not as prominent as like here is like, oh, you can just buy anything you want, and then like thirty days later, oh, I, I don't want it, and then you can return it. Actually, somewhere like a year, like IKEA, I think is a year. Eddie Bauer is a year, so I have to return a jacket at Eddie Bauer, and I, I bought two of the same jackets because it was a discount code, but then I was going to return the other one, but then all, everything was locked down. I was like, ah, oh, crap. But, but, has, but there has to be something wrong with it, right? Like, no, 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 no. You could just you have a year to return to return it. Yeah. If you're just not happy with it, yeah, that's their policy. Oh shit, that's the best policy ever. <sighs> that is pretty, I know. I know Costco has like a crazy return policy. I had a client. It was really funny. So he was telling me he had four mattresses he slept on for four years, and Costco's policy is if you're not happy, you can bring it back. He brought all of them back. That's fucking gross. And he got all his money back. <laughs> that's so gross. I mean, that's also a little bit. That's just a douche move, man. I think that's just kind of a douche move. Well, I mean, like I get it. You're trying to get your money back and get your money's worth, but this is. 
I don't know. This is borderline stealing at this point. I guess it's not like the client's perspective to think that. It's more like the business perspective. Yeah. To prevent that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's their policy, right? (laughs) I I think um, one of my friends, he was electronic cycling at one point. So he was was just finding ways to maximize our... (laughs) our expenditures so back then we were young and so he bought a computer and then every six months he would just take it back and then he'd buy another computer yeah. and so he'd always have the newest technology that's always. terrible that's absolutely terrible it's just a lot of work though like it's like is it worth the hassle of like I, actually he made money on the points but then like when whenever you get a new computer you're gonna like install stuff and yeah. Like, oh, yeah you have the time to do that then it's like oh okay but like, I mean, I guess for him, it made sense yeah, at the time. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I personally don't think it's worth the hassle. At least not for me. No? Yeah. So I, I was uptown the other night for dinner, actually. So everything opened. So we actually went up to do groceries and then we had dinner. It was the first time I think I stepped into a restaurant in, I think... Like, like four or six months? It's been that long. I think yeah. it's been that long. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, since, since before the new year. Like, I think yeah, October, November was the last time things were open. And then, yeah, so it was my first time in the restaurant and they only allowed 10 people now. So, um, yeah, so, so it was a really strange sensation to walk in and be like, oh, yeah. I think we're eating here. <laughs> where'd you go to, where'd you go to eat? I went to Gals, you know, the one on the uh, Young. Yeah. 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 Wait, like, there's one there? Yeah. So it's called Kai now. Kai Sushi. Where? Young and where? Young, just north of Steel's. Kai. Young and north of Steel's. Yeah, oh, you know, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, where they serve flounder beside Piggies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like uh, we actually really like that place because they have flounder. It's mm. like fresh, and they cut it up. Like so sashimi. Yeah. Oh damn, nice. You never had that? It's like a Korean thing. I don't think I have. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. It's like uh, you dip it in like hot sauce and this mm. soy sauce. Like octopus and stuff. Yeah, they have that too. Okay. They have the live octopus. They have like abalone or something. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, that's really crazy. So yeah, that that, that was like that was my weekend. <laughs> damn. Nice. Can no. you imagine like going to a club? 10 people capacity. A ten, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's called a club anymore. I think it's called a bar. Socializing. I know. Socializing. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of uh, restaurants and clubs, I don't know how they're going to survive. And I've been seeing a lot of people are actually like shutting down, even now continually. I think the place down the street, I mentioned, I mentioned you guys earlier, Sun Life, the building there, they have uh, this food court. It's like an assembly hall. And now they're out of business too. I mean... You drive around downtown and some of the smaller shops that you saw that were just around town, you drive around, they're all, they're all gone. We're going to become the next Detroit. It's, it's all, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Cause I mean, we have a pretty thriving tech community, right? It's really, it's really quite large. So I don't think we'll have that kind of problem, but I think it's going to, you're, you're going to end up having the, like for example, the housing problem with everything is a fucking condo, right? That's just going to get worse. I think with these kinds of small businesses shutting down, and then people who can afford you know more expensive housing in Toronto, that's just going to continue. Well, right? I mean, it's Toronto. That's like the only industry. It's pretty crazy. Like yeah. there's like condos everywhere, and it's constantly every corner. Building. There's no like no more like shops and stuff. It's just constant like yeah. condos. Yeah, and then. We only have two highways, like what Gardiner and DBP. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're like there's not enough. It's like a bottleneck. Oh yeah. Yeah. well, yeah, and like a lot of cities, like I was just reading earlier, they don't even want to build another highway. Like they're trying to propose like four thirteen, and then they're all banning it. They don't want more highways. Like we want more people to not have highways in a major city, and then it's like oh, uh, even on Avenue Street, they're taking out like lanes for bikes and stuff. Who bikes on like in winter? Like, I mean, a lot of people bike in winter. Do they oh, actually? Yeah. Sorry, really? do you know people actually bike in the winter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people who like like people like people who like to bike, they bike year round. But does it does it uh, justify for the cost of like taking up one major like a lane? I guess I guess a, not. Yeah. I guess not. But I don't know. I I, th- I think the zoning laws in toronto in north america in general i feel like are big are pretty shitty they right? are because you crowd. go to you go to europe you go to asia you know there's a lot of mixed zoning between uh, retail and housing so you don't end up with like a chunk of town like downtown where you know plazas here and there uptown where it's just all businesses 
right? You you have businesses and uh, restaurants and whatever all you know intertwined with the with the residential, you know. So you don't end up having like the only place we can go to get good food or the only place you can go to to buy stuff is downtown. You know, you don't you don't end up having this kind of problem. Yeah. You know, and you don't end up having all the condos being down here too. They get you end up being able to spread things out a little bit more, but we can, we don't have that. I, I think with the condos, it's just about money making, right? With Canada, like that's the only place that developers can actually make any money. So they're just like piling up here and then charging like an arm and a leg per square foot. Yeah, I think I think the highest I saw was like two thousand per square foot. I think it was at like Jeez. Dundas and uh, University. It was like 300 square feet, 666,000. I was like, that's a great number. <laughs> that's pretty expensive. I'm like, I don't know. Would you ever buy a condo downtown? <sighs> no, Probably because not. I lived downtown for about three years, I think. Oh, right. You did. Yeah. That's right. So I originally was from, I mean, I still am. I'm originally from Richmond Hill. And then I moved downtown for about three years because my wife worked uh on the west end in liberty village and commuting down and then she had to commute from the core to liberty was just way too way too tiring so we ended up we're like you know what let's just move down here so we moved down here for about three years or so and i just end up missing the suburbs i like the suburbs i like being able to go to the grocery store or walk to a restaurant or walk to shoppers and not just have like People everywhere, just too many people. You're, you're it was too overwhelming for me. I'm afraid of people. <laughs> I'm afraid of people. I don't that's, really think that's the story. I don't think I can actually walk to any grocery stores uptown. Like you <laughs> have uh, half an hour to spare, uh, like yeah. an hour, like round trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The time is slower uptown. I feel like everything's slower uptown. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I must. I've 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 learned that I'm a suburb guy. You learn you're a suburb guy. Yeah, yeah, that's I okay. Think so too, like I would have a house. Really? Then. Just because I think cooking in downtown, like in a condo, you have like one sink and a kitchen is okay, like that's just you. One side. I have two sinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I have four grills. <laughs> but like it's like, um, like all the newer condos is like the kitchen. They condensed it and then such that like oh you have so like limited space to cook anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of challenging. I feel like it kind of looks like Hong Kong a little bit, except we're, we have more space than like Russia. So, <laughs> well, actually, no, Russia, Russia's bigger than Canada, isn't it? No, yes. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Like size wise? Oh. Yeah. Wait. No, no. No. Uh, no. Maybe when they're the Soviet Canada Union. is the largest, right? Canada, I think, is the largest. And then Russia's second, right? I, I believe and so. And then China. Yeah, I think. And then, China. And then US, right? I, I, maybe. Something like that. My geography is a bit rusty. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we have so much damn space. And then we we still have to put everyone into sardine boxes. Welcome to Toronto. Because like most of the population is crowded around this one province. Exactly. Who lives in none of it. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, there's all these. I mean, the city of Toronto and the greater Toronto area is quite large. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think like like from here to Hamilton is, I think. Like, like 200 kilometers or something like that. Mm. So, I'm sorry, no, to so Waterloo or London is about 200 kilometers. I think it's also like the reason why everybody gets cramped up in Toronto, I think it's symptomatic of like the transit that we have here, right? Oh, we because, have great transit. Because if the transit <laughs> can't commute people easily from the edges of town into the middle of town, then everybody wants and everybody who works in the middle of town will want to live as close as they possibly can to their workplace, right? Yeah. If the transit was better, maybe we wouldn't have this problem either. Well, that, that, that's the biggest problem here is that we love the streetcars. I think somebody posted on uh, Reddit or something. They said that like Toronto has like the best like transit system in North America. I thought, what yeah. the hell are well, you talking about? Well, it depends about? what you mean by best. In North America. Right. Maybe they mean like the cleanest because that's how you have to wait in there. Right. So I definitely, I definitely think that Toronto has the newest, the cleanest. I think it's pretty efficient compared to most places. I don't know. Because if you look, okay. Montreal is already like, well, it's pretty good. Because if you go to like, for example, New York, right there, they have a really 
complex system and it covers a lot of places and it, it runs 24 seven. Yeah. Exactly. But it's dirty. It's gross. It's old. Right. Well, and it's never on time. Well, I mean, right? how often are you actually waiting in there? I actually haven't waited that long inside the New York's like transit system. Like I've been to New York a lot of times and I always take the subway there. I prefer it over cabs cause it's actually faster. Uh, yeah, but I don't know, but there's still a difference between, Going there for an extended period of time versus living there and living that kind of commute day to day, right? Yeah, but I mean, so I, t- I took the streetcars here. So I used to work in Liberty Village with your wife, like mm-hmm. in, that, in that area. Yeah. And I remember I took a streetcar home and um, the streetcars are notoriously for, for breaking down. And Toronto doesn't have subways that goes to the West End. Mm. It's just shit like that. 40 streetcars broke down because one streetcar broke down. And basically I had to walk home. From Liberty Village. And I just paid my fare. Jeez. <laughs> and it was like a 45 minute walk. I mean, it wasn't like the worst walk in the world. It wasn't raining or anything, but it was just kind of like symptomatic of how hilarious this transit system is here. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't even know what to say, but I, I do think if they improve the transit system in terms of covering more parts of the outskirts of the city, it will definitely make spread out the load if you will from the center of the city to the outside a little bit more but they are extending but like they're extending yeah. like upwards like not within the city but it doesn't like, make sense like, you know, why would i go to like why would i have the need to go to 407 yeah like when i can't even get to like i just want to get a spadina yeah, i just want to yeah. get a spadina if you give me a subway <laughs> spadina it makes so much more sense i remember um i was reading a, like a while back in new york what they actually did was i think they had the condos build out the subway entrances into the buildings. Oh, that's interesting. That's actually like super smart. I was like, why didn't Toronto do that? And I mean, 10 years ago, like there was no condos on the West side. Like there's nothing on Bathurst, nothing on like even close to Spadina. It's like one or two. I'm like, you could have totally just asked the condo developers that want to build. All right, build me a subway entrance. And when we dig a line, you know, we have en- entrances in all the buildings. It's perfect. Didn't they do that at that? Uh, aura building at Dundas isn't there like a subway entrance it's there it's no to like the it's like similar to like a path there's like a they have oh, their yeah. own path that yeah. doesn't go oh, anywhere I see, so I see. it's just a basement waiting to be flooded I see, I see. <laughs> no that, that was an experiment that failed yeah I've seen some of the businesses there like they're they, they're shuttered <laughs> I, I went there one time and I was so scared I thought it was like a horror movie <laughs> it was just like the lights were flickering. Oh shit! Really? And then there was like a florist. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, anytime there's gonna be a serial killer. Yeah, it's disconnected. Like if, if you get mm. if you get caught down there, you cannot get out. You're stuck. Growing up here, and then after traveling a lot, I found that you know Toronto is not the same as I thought it was. What do you mean? Well, I mean, it feels like a lot of the countries are more advanced than we are. Hmm. Even with our transit system, going back to that topic for a second, like. Like the Presto app is so shit compared to like <laughs> Hong Kong, Korea. You know, in Korea, they have heated seats in their subway. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. They, they actually yeah, have heated seats. That. So so yeah. literally you'd be on the subway and your butt's toasty. Even it's amazing. In uh, Japan is better. Well, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you look at, I mean, f- take it for Japan, for example, right? They look and feel like one of the most advanced cities, cities and countries in the world. But you go into like their business practices or, you know, go to like any Japanese company website and you go, what the fuck is this? This is like, what is this? Like they're stuck in 2001 or something like that. Yeah. Their websites are not good. It's such a weird contrast. Like they have such advanced everything else. But then when it comes to certain things, they're just really stuck in like this old way of doing things. Like they use, fax machines like crazy do they actually everything is fax and any sort of process that you need to do for example if you have to go do some government stuff here it's just as slow over there right and a lot of places still don't take credit card they take cash right like there's certain things about the country that just feels still so stuck in the past yeah but i mean for a country that's supposed to be a tier one country i feel like sometimes we're kind of stuck in the past too i mean most places here can't even afford to take mx meanwhile in korea even like the cabbies take it 
like cabbies and yeah. the vendors, like the street vendors. I was like, you guys take MX? I was like, no way. You know, I think I saw a video somewhere where um, I think it was, I think it was Korea where they have the highest uh, debt per capita in the world. Really? Yeah. Like the average house household household debt, not like, not like small businesses where they take out loans from the bank and stuff like that. Just like household debt. Household debt. Is the highest per capita in the world. Korea? Yeah. Yeah. So like the, I guess, so like credit card debt, mortgage, that kind of stuff. It's the highest in the world. We're still getting, we're getting pretty bad too. <sighs> guess, guess what our deficit is. But that's not, that's not a deficit. This is not, this is the government deficit. This is personal debt. Yeah. Right. But our, 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 our government's deficit is going to be crazy this year. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. I think it's the same everywhere. Like, probably, yeah, exactly. Probably. But we went from 10 billion in debt to 250 billion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not it's not surprising given the the policies that are in place, right? Yeah, Thank you, Mr. Trudeau. Toronto is it's like a good place to be. I think it's a great place to grow besides, up. Yeah, but besides like the government policy part and like the mm. city like planning. City planning sucks. I mean, I mean the food's good. Kind of, but yeah, it's like a lifestyle here. Like, um, like after work, there's more life. Like, it's like, uh, I work nine to five as well, and then, like, you pretty much get off on time, and then you can do whatever you want. Like, I can go to boxing and everything else, but then in Asia, you probably be stuck until like eight p.m., and the next thing you do, oh, cook, and then you sleep. Next day, same thing. Yeah, but, but don't you feel like that everyone here needs like a second job? I feel like everyone yeah. I know has like a side hustle or something. Yeah. Not me. Not you. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't okay, really you're feel the it. exception because <laughs> you're a developer. No, well, kind of. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I mean, I have a good job. I mean, I'm not denying that, but I, I don't think that you have to subscribe to that hustle culture. You know what I mean? And a lot of people do it and they enjoy it, but I don't think you necessarily have to do that in order to live well in toronto i definitely don't think you have to do that i kind of do i mean i think no, the average think so. average earning that make is like 130 150 000 to live. wait that's average no there's no way no, 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 average, average. No, average that's like like the amount you need to live comfortably in toronto to save some money no no yes no that high yeah. i definitely don't agree with well, that. your tax takes half right away what do you mean by comfortably? like you go on vacation save some money put some away in like some stocks like driving an audi I mean, Audis aren't, even the Audis aren't that bad. Yeah, but even the Audis, like, what, $500 a month? I also don't think comfortable is, uh, I think, yeah, Yeah, it's definitely subjective, subjective, right? I don't know. I mean, rent here is, like, what, two grand? Two grand a month for a single person? You can, can, like, live with just your 95. Like, I think Toronto offers you, like, the space to do something, like, besides work. Yeah. Where, like, other places in, like, Asia or something, you might be, like, so... Uh, focus and work like you don't have time for anything else but here it's like oh if you want a hobby you can have a hobby if you want a side project you can have a side project side hustle like exactly yeah yeah i mean whenever i was in new york a lot of people i talked to was like they were super gung-ho about their their job i kind of love that about it about them at least i don't know about hong kong i don't know if hong people are that like loving their job (laughs) so much but everyone i met in new york everyone's like super enthusiastic maybe just people i knew back over there but um, maybe they just don't tell you. Maybe they don't tell I mean, me. Like in the camera, I'll be like, "Yo, I love my job." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. <laughs> I think in Asia, it's definitely more of kind of how to just work to survive. I mean, I, I definitely I, there's definitely people like that everywhere. Yeah, but I think in Asia, it's more so like that. A lot less people have the opportunity like they do in western countries to kind of get into what they love to do yeah and what they're passionate about because they we, we kind of have that flexibility here right but yeah. in asia they kind of don't necessarily have that kind of flexibility i guess yeah. it's good it's yeah. good in that sense that you can like start something if you want or mm-hmm. just work at your leisure yeah yeah but at the same time you know like i feel people are less driven because of that oh, yeah here yeah yeah i feel that mm. too a lot of times less driven yeah you don't you don't think so i don't know i feel like people here like you know get it done don't get it done it's okay like even like when i when i when, I, when we play like cod with philbert it's like two in the morning and 
He's just like, oh, people at work are still messaging me. Because he, he, he works for a U.S. company, right? Mm. So people are still online. I was like, are people that gung-ho over there? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's necessarily true that people are that's less just, driven. Yeah, job nature too. Yeah, yeah. I think but it's job. On average though, I do agree. Yeah. The Canadians are probably like... More chill. A little bit. Yeah, more chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they take life more important, like seriously, than like work. It's like, oh, if, if it eats into my lifestyle, nope. Big no. Right, yeah. right. You like music. I do. Yeah. I um, I actually haven't been to that many venues. Yeah. In, in Toronto to go like look at like live bands and stuff like that. But when I go back to Taiwan and when I went to Japan, yeah, these were some of the things that I really wanted to do. And I think the, the, the music culture here, maybe I guess in North America compared to Japan is really different. Really? Right. Yeah. Like well, Japan's really like, like, What's that called? Like X Japan, those those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the visuals. Visual, 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 K. visual yeah. K. Or yeah, yeah. Um, well, not always, right? So there was one place that I went to in Tokyo, and it was just outside of Tokyo, uh, and it was like a small music club, right? Yeah. And on the ground floor, there's a small bar, very small bar, right? Um, and then you go downstairs into the basement and that's where the actual venue is. Right. And I would say the venue in the basement probably couldn't fit more than, I don't know, 50 people. Yeah. So it's, so it's quite small. Right. And then in between, and then, and then there are sets of different bands that go on and the type of bands that go on range anything from like hard rock to like independent pop to like, these, um, you know, high school girls or high school guys that just play music um, on stage. And it's like, wow, that's a very diverse group of performers. But then you look at the crowd and it's a very diverse crowd, too. They're like older men, like in their mid 40s with like their work briefcase. And you can tell that they they've just come from work. And then there are younger guys and then there's, you know, older people. This It's a really wide range of people in the audience too and then in between sets they would go up to the ground floor uh grab a beer or something like that and then they would come back down and that that was kind of like the culture like they're there for the music right and like the bar is kind of just secondary secondary but whereas here right it's very different right yeah. you go to a bar and then there's live music, music yeah. to accompany your experience right it's but over there it's like really kind of just like music focused i mean i think there's definitely places like venues like that here like lee's palace and um you know it's gonna be a condo yeah and it's like uh, velvet underground yeah. stuff like that there's definitely these places here but i don't know i, I don't sure. really get that kind of feeling unless it's for like a concert unless it's like specifically oh, yeah. for a concert I was in New York and they had this really cool place. Uh, I think it was up on 66. It was a Japanese jazz bar. Basically their specialty. So it was like a restaurant during the day until 10 PM. So after 10, it's only 18 or 21 plus only. Cause they, I think it was like music and alcohol only. Um, but basically they serve these amazing chirashi bowls for like 15 bucks. You get like, like half a bowl of uni, half a bowl of like Ikura and Magoro. And I love Jirashi. I love Jirashi too. <laughs> and they have all these different types of variety. Like they have salmon, tuna, whatever, whatever you want. They're like cool as shit. Um, and they had like, it was also a whiskey bar. So they had like, I love whiskey. I know you love whiskey. <laughs> so they, they, they have all this really cool whiskey, like high end Japanese whiskeys. Like I don't even know the names. The Japanese whiskey are. They're you good. love that stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I like it better than like American whiskey because they're less smoky. <laughs> less smoky? Yeah. 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 Like more cr like crisp. Yeah. So this bar was really, really cool. I, I always go there every time in New York because it's just so amazing. They would have someone from Japan fly in and sing like a Japanese jazz artist. Would oh, sing. wow. That's pretty cool. And it would be like a nightly thing. I went there like on weeknights, on weekends. It's always live music going on. And it's like a lounge. I was like, I've never seen like a sushi bar or like a Tarashi or whatever you want to call it bar become a lounge and it was the most amazing experience ever and it was just very casual people were not like dressed up or anything they're just having dinner and then listening to music and have a drink and uh, i'm like i didn't even know whiskey went well with tarashi but i guess it does <laughs> um so yeah that, that was a crazy experience and like 
you never see that here. And I wish that there was more stuff like that here. I think here it's just not enough of like Asian culture for that kind of thing. I know we have a lot of Asian people and I think there's a lot of cooler Asian restaurants. Um, like that kind of like unique abstract kind of thing. I've never seen that around here. There's a restaurant uptown, uh, a Chinese restaurant uptown. Oh yeah. Uh, is, that, is that what's called? That, yeah. that kind of turns, that kind of turns into like yeah. the music thing. It's like a, well, well, that's a always bar. a music bar. Oh, like okay. Twenty four seven, they're playing like live music. They have like a DJ. I've been to the one in that's Toronto. That's not just in Toronto. That's like that's from Shanghai. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. I've never been. How is it? It's it was amazing. I, mean, I actually really liked it. Oh yeah, I, I would love to go back. Like okay. they have little okay. small Chinese dishes. Like maybe we can okay. go. Maybe we can go another time. But uh, yeah. And then like they're like literally blaring music. Um, I went to one in Shanghai. I know there's one in New York now or somewhere in L.A. And there's I don't know if there's one in B.C. but I don't think there's one in Hong Kong either, but I know that there is one, like the, the one here was like super exactly like the one in Shanghai, mm. but except the one in Shanghai, they didn't have real toilets. They had holes in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like an actual, like an actual hole, like a, like a squat toilet. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm just like, oh my God. And I had food poisoning. So <laughs> I was, I was frequenting that hole many times. Jeez. That's gross. Wait, have you guys like used one, like. I have. I used the hole when I was in Shanghai. I was like, how do people use this thing? I mean, like, I used it when I grew up. Like, it's really? Like, like an actual hole? No, like, it's like a toilet you flush. But then yeah, like, but it's, it's, like just, a, it's, it's a squat it's, toilet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've used squat toilets before, but I've never used a hole. No, it, was, it was like a squat toilet. Okay, yeah, but you said a hole in the ground. That's a different thing. It was a hole in the ground. That's a different thing. It is a hole in the ground. Like, what if you're drunk and you slip? Literally. You're the weak link. <laughs> yeah. And your night is ruined. Your parents didn't yeah. raise you right. <laughs> in, in Taiwan, they definitely have uh, a lot of squat toilets. Really? And I've I've always wondered which way do you face? Do you <laughs> do you, do because there's like there's like the one end with the dome, right? You yeah. Face the door. Do you face the dome you or do you face away? From, okay, but I, I don't really I don't really look at it like that. Yeah. But I just I just think about do I face the dome or do I face away from the dome? Well, well, the because I feel like. It's, is it oriented Wait, always the same way? Just like that little half dome thing. Oh no, this one was straight flat. Like, oh, like I think, no, no. So when I was in Shenzhen, they had an even bigger hole. It was like a, like a crater of a toilet. Like, 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 you can fall into it? No, but you can fall into it. There's a bowl still. Yeah, there's a like bowl the side. Yeah. 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 And yeah. someone missed the toilet. Someone missed the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Just, just shaft on the, like, the, the hole. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm not using the washroom. Fuck this. Yo, it's crazy how people don't know how to use washrooms. Like, in even in university here, like people miss the, like the toilet. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm like, yo, you're a university student, and then you can't like aim properly. Well, even when, when we went to pick you up, there was someone someone <laughs> shot on oh, the yeah. ground outside. <laughs> Even in Toronto, yeah, they don't know how to use gross. a toilet. But, no, but so it was really funny, actually, going back to the experience I had in Shenzhen. So I was eating with my aunt in this restaurant. It was my first time actually in China. So I had my, my tenure visa. I went with my aunt and like they were telling me all these tips. I went from Hong Kong, took the train. And as we're eating this restaurant, it was a really nice restaurant, really good food. I was like, okay, cool. I'm use a washroom. And I walk in and then like, like this guy's hovered over the sink. And he turns around and looks at me. And I looked at him. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck is he doing? Turns out he's washing the dishes. <laughs> what? He was washing oh, wait, the dishes. No, no, no. This is no, this is like I don't wait, know the, what? why? I, I don't know. Like, but I'm not sure it was a shared like r- shared washroom between like the entire building. But he was just washing pots and pans and like bowls in there. And wait, just, is he is he like kitchen staff? He looks like a waiter or something. He had like a vest on. Like he, he literally like works for either the restaurant or one of the restaurants. And there was no lights. But like, like I said, I, I was able to see the hole, the crater in the ground where you're supposed to take shit. Very interesting. And take a piss. And I was just like, yo, like what if I slip? I am so scared. Like, like this is like very traumatic. I cannot do yeah, this. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go back. Grab my aunt, and I think we're gonna just head out. <laughs> and I was born in Taiwan, so I'm 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 kind of used to the the squat toilets. Really? I don't I don't like them, but 
I, I, I know that that is something that I have to deal with every time I go back. Jesus. But I think for someone who grew up here or yeah. someone like a foreigner who's visiting, that's definitely a uh, culture shock. <laughs> I would say it's a game changer because <laughs> it's not like you're like, oh, wow, I use the, I use the squat toilet. I'm converted now. I'm, I'm, I'm squatting all the way, right? Life changing. Yeah. But sometimes it's, uh, you feel like a little bit, because even if you go to toilets here, like how often do you actually sit on it? Like... Oh, I build the nest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I build the nest too, but I always sit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I sit. Yeah. What if you slip? <laughs> what, do you hover? What, what do you no, do? I, I choose not to use it. Outside, uh, like if I have the choice. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you don't know who used it before. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but like squat toilet, you mi- like mitigate that. It's like you don't even touch it. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a. You know, Russian roulette, right? You're weak. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, weak. you really got to test your core <laughs> yeah. when you get on those things, I, right? But, and I wear skinny jeans, so imagine you have like a tight thing constricting your legs. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> shit. You don't shit with your jeans on. No, yeah, you pull it down, but now yeah. you're like it's like a constrictor belt around yeah. your legs, so you're like, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> just like take it off and just put it on the wall, so like hang it up. So not have any hooks. Oh, okay, this is wear this, like a scarf, <laughs> like a scarf. Yeah, I think I think I would be too scared because I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so I would be too scared like if like the leg just like you swing it and it touches like the oh, rim yeah. you're just like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just pretty gross so so it's funny because um when you cross the land border between hong kong and shenzhen there's all these weird things that um that happen right and my uncle did like i don't know about your family like give you tips i don't think you've ever crossed the land border between hong kong and shenzhen no i i can't go to china Right, right. Because yeah. you're, you're you're Taiwanese. Yeah, because I'm Taiwanese. I need like a special <laughs> visa thing. Yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, same with me. I, I can't yeah. go. Yeah, like maybe you have your Wuhanjing, Wuhanjing. Yeah, yeah. Can't say it properly. But anyways, so like my uncle was like, okay, if anyone comes up to you asking for help, you tell them to go fuck themselves right away because they're gonna scam you. That's scary. Yo, you know? Scams in like when you travel is so prominent. Like where you go to like Mexico or like anywhere in asia i always like research the type of scam that's like prominent there. Yeah, yeah 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 actually that happened to me in montreal we actually we didn't get scammed but we actually got uh i wouldn't say robbed but stole from stolen from like how so back in university i actually uh we took a trip with some uh friends some of my hong kong friends uh because we were we took like they're visiting from hong kong no no, no they, they were students with me but oh, they're, okay. like they're like Hong Kong people, like oh, okay, Fabi, okay. and like so we were just like we took a tour bus. My first time ever riding a tour bus. Never again. I fucking hate <laughs> tour bus. Like those, like you know, what I mean, those Taipan tours, Taipan oh, tours. Yeah. I fucking hate that shit. Um, they're so, so cheap though. They're cheap, I but yeah. you just get the like sign up and then get the trip there and then like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah go do your own thing me. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, i wish but yeah i guess if you have a car there or something but yeah no so we were i think staying in montreal we were at the sheridan or the radisson or something somewhere like decent hotel mm-hmm. so we're all like groggy after a 10-hour bus ride and we get inside and this like i don't know spanish person or something comes up to us and starts saying like random spanish words to us and we were a tour bus of like, I don't know, like a hundred people or something. So we're all looking at them. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then like the guy like, okay, you don't understand me? Cool. He walks away. And we turn around and we realize like my friend, like the, one of the girls, like th- like two of her bags were missing. Like what kind of bags? Like shopping bags? Or no, what? like she, she like, I think it was like one of them was like, uh, like a, like a like handbag, kind of like a carry Gosh. bag. Oh. And like she had like EPC in there. This is before. They had like smaller lap, like bigger laptops. Yeah. yeah. And I think she had a PSP in there. So then we went to security and stuff. And this is pretty much my my Montreal experience, my first Montreal experience. And pretty much like they were, they went through the cameras and we saw a guy, he took a black bag, covered her black bag and picked it and walked away. This is in the middle of a hotel with like surrounded by people. I was like, that's so brazen. I feel like that's probably like that that's also kind of like a cover right because everybody's yeah. kind of focused focused on, on all yeah. these different things going on like there's they're so focused on not getting robbed <laughs> or so focused on just noticing their surroundings that the things that are immediately close to them they don't really pay attention to but but that was just so crazy i was like i never expected it from like 
Montreal. I mean, like I'm in Canada. Like, well, yeah, you're just in like a tourist place. Yeah, I guess why. so. That's yeah, why. probably that's why. Yeah, the guy who came to help us later, like, because the camera was actually broken. The camera that had a like that was aimed at the face of like the guy who stole our stuff was broken. Mm. We're like, why the hell is it broken? Right? Like, what the hell? You're in on it. Yeah, maybe. So the guard came, who came up to him, he had the biggest cut on his face. He had an X. He was just like, <laughs> I was just like, was he an anime character? It's like some full metal. Alchemist. I know, like yeah. He, he was like, he was just like, he was like this, like really, like he was really nice. Like he was just like, okay, so um, you know, the hotel is gonna like pay for it. Like, mm. so what was in the bag? So mm. we told him it was like an EPC and a PSP. They're like, okay, what's the value at? It's like, you know, a couple hundred bucks. It's like, mm. are you sure that's all? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like. Uh, I, I was like 19. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I, I think that's it. And then my friend who was like a bit older, like yeah. oh my, his name is Jason, my, my buddy from Hong Kong. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 <laughs> there's, a, there's like another laptop in there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some car keys or something. Oh man. <laughs> the only night I was inside Montreal city, cause we went to Quebec city the next day. Mm. Was spent dealing with yeah. this. Yeah. Did she win then, or did she lose? I think she <laughs> got some money out of it. I mean, EPCs are actually yeah. pieces of shit. So what happened was um, they gave us free food on the house, anything we could order. Wow. So Damn. so pretty much we went to the hotel restaurant, and we just went fucking ham. We had like we'll take four French onion soups. I'm like <laughs> I've never had a vodka martini. I'll take one of those. <laughs> you know, I'll have the steak. We had everything, uh, and then we maybe had like two bites of each. Oh like the man. vodka martini I had one sip I was like nope it's too strong <laughs> for me <laughs> I almost got robbed when I went to Barcelona two years ago really I think it was two years ago now yeah, yeah. did you have like the fanny pouch like wrapped around your no tip? so when I when I travel I try not to do any of that stuff I try not to I try not to look like a tourist right like, I, yeah. like there are people who wear like the fanny pack or wear the backpack in front of them yeah or yeah. they have like their phones that are like attached to a string onto right. their belt. Like I try not to do any of that stuff because it just kind of makes you a target. So well, I try not to do that. Well, do you know how they know that you're a target? Chinese. You're Chinese. Maybe. That's another yeah, reason, right? <laughs> but I mean, there are definitely like Chinese people there. Mm -hmm. But anyways, like I was, we were, it was at night and we were like uh, walking around and we were waiting for a friend who went off to buy something. Right. And we were just waiting in an alley. And you know how like those, those, um, what are they called? Like those little poles that come out of the ground to prevent cars from driving in. Uh, yeah. 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 Those, yeah. Those, those, yeah, those yeah, like yeah, yeah. So random they, things. Yeah. So yeah. they're quite big and there was three of them in a line like this. Yeah. Right. And then two of my friends were in front of me and all of us were just sitting on it. Right. And they were all fa we were all facing one way. Okay. So the, the two people in front of me couldn't see me because they were, we were all facing one way. Okay. Right. And then some guy is walking down this alleyway and he ignores the two first guys, like my two buddies, and comes up to me. And we're all maybe like a meter and a half to two meters apart. So pretty close. Right. Yeah. And um, so he walks up to me and he asked me if you have a cigarette. Oh. Right? And I said, no, I don't have a cigarette. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. And he, like signals for me to give him a high five. I'm like, oh, okay. Shit. So I give oh, him a shit. high five and then he, and he wants to shake my hand. Right. Oh, and no. as I was going to go and shake his hand, right. He grabs me with his other hand. Oh shit. Right. And I was wearing like a nice watch. Right. Oh. And I think that's what he was trying to do. It was trying to take my watch and, right. and, and run yeah. off. So Jesus. as soon as he grabs my hand, I go, okay, something's wrong. So I, I <laughs> shove, I shove him off. Wow. Right. And then he just chuckles and then he leaves. Right. And then Meanwhile, he has your wallet. <laughs> so I just, I, 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 I do the, you know, I do the tap, you know, look, tap. At my, look at my hand and just make sure he didn't take anything. Right. <laughs> and uh, my two buddies in the front turn around and because I, I think, I guess they heard some commotion yeah. going on behind them and uh, they're like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, uh, I think I almost just almost just got robbed, and he's like, "Why didn't you just call us?" <laughs> like, I didn't. Help, it, help. It, it didn't. It didn't occur to me at the time to just call my two other friends yeah, in well, front of me. You're in shock, right? You're yeah, like, it was. No idea. It was a really weird. I've never had. You know, people warn me all the time. Like when I went to, when I traveled to yeah. Italy, when I traveled to Rome, people are like, you know, be wary of you know panhandlers. Well, I've been to Mar Barcelona twice. That was my second right. time, and people always warn me about like um, pickpockets and stuff like that. And that's never happened what to mean, me. Like if someone gives you a high five, yeah, you, you don't think about oh he's not gonna 
hold my hand and try to like pull me exactly. over. Exactly. Like That's the first normal. thing I would think about actually. Like if some random yeah. person at, like is giving you like but how are you gonna turn it down? You just be like, uh, uh sorry, yeah, I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have coronavirus. I mean, so, no, see, that's something that you could do now is like yeah. you know it's it's you know I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that was the first time wherever I've that's- ever experienced anything like being being stolen from. So so has that changed your experience as a, a traveler? Yeah, a traveler. Not really. I think I think you still you still I think you exercise um caution. Caution no matter where you go. And I think as long as you, you know, maintain like a general level of cautiousness across everything you do, you'll be okay. You know, I think there are dumb choices that people make sometimes and just try to be normal. I think that usually you can probably not run into these kind of situations. So would you give that guy a high five again? Uh, no, <laughs> I, would, I would not. Today I learned. How yeah. about you? Have you ever been robbed? No, I haven't. But I've heard stories of like people like out there in a bar and then a girl comes up and like, oh, and then do you want to drink some tea? And then apparently, like, uh, the girl in the tea shop, they're, like, together. Oh. And then it's, like, apparently tea is, like, thousand bucks or whatever. Oh. Like, those kind of scams, right? Yeah. 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 I think I've heard of that. I've heard a lot of those. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yo, she's got to be pretty cute to, like... Oh, they're always like that. That's how they get True. you. So, in L.A., everywhere, it's uh, valet only. Hmm. And so, it's really annoying, right? Because I'm like, why, why am I paying this guy two bucks to park my car, right? Like... I don't want this guy parking my car for me. Yeah. But then, so I found a why. So in LA, um, those guys are there for your safety. The, the ballet guys? Yeah. So like, you know, if, if anyone comes with a oh, gun. Oh, I see. I get, knife, get it. So that actually happened to a friend of a friend of mine. Like he didn't want to pay for the valet. So he's parked on the street mm. and some guy came up to him with a gun. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. So the, like, the guy took his phone and wallet or something like that. That's like something, I guess, Toronto is like... You're more, you're less like, you, you don't need to worry about this as much. As much, but I mean, I mean like, it's, it's, it's getting there. Rough, but like not like, yeah. as long as you're not in like the wrong places, like the wrong As long as you're not Jane Finch. Yeah. <laughs> like that's never occurred to me ever. Yeah, like walking yeah. to my car, I've never walked to my car and be like, oh, I hope I don't get robbed. Like yeah. that's never crossed my moments, mind. Like, yeah. It's like, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I guess that, that's one thing to be happy about here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I did want to ask you, you visit LA a lot, right? I do. I go like once a year, maybe. Okay. Do you have like a kind of like a, do you have a go-to places when you visit there? Yeah. Like I, every time you go to LA, you know, I got to go back to this place. Um, I mean, we always check out similar areas, but I don't think necessarily the same places. Like we go to Huntington Beach. That beach is a fucking beautiful. Really? So when I went there, like... Because Malibu is actually not that pretty. Mm. Like, it's a cool area. There's a lot of, like, rich, beautiful houses. Oh, I see. And Venice Beach is, like, full of bums, but a lot of cool culture stuff. See, I don't think we have that kind of stuff in Toronto, right? Like, we don't have these... Cool beaches? Yeah. I mean, there... I mean... <laughs> there's Woodbine Beach. I mean, there's Woodbine Beach. <laughs> there's Wasega Beach. There's so, Sugar Beach. There's Sugar Beach. So, so it was really interesting because a Huntington is kind of like Baywatch. So every like, let's say 200 meters, there's these fortresses. Mm. And I remember this guy was just like, there was high waves coming in and, you know, me and Howard were just walking across the beach, you know, cause nothing to do. So we're just like checking out the place out. Oh, cool. And then we see this guy, pickup truck just pulls up, guy gets out and he points <laughs> at this guy in the, in the ocean. And you see this guy just dash out with his orange trucks and the orange like Baywatch board. I'm just thinking my, my, my head, like the theme song to Baywatch. <laughs> save the guy oh my gosh i was like i was like what the fuck is this so also it's the ocean right it's not like here it's it's, it's a, a it's freaking yeah, lake but yeah. yeah no no but it was kind of interesting because huntington beach is the only beach that i found was super clean like all the other beaches smelt of algae mm. so like you see like kelp and everything and algae like people don't really care too much like mm. Venice Beach, you get like more people doing like stuff like there's muscle beach there. So people are working out, mm. you know, there's a cannabis store, people are getting high, mm. you nice. know, and <laughs> and like, you know, there's Venice Canal, which is gorgeous. So it's mm. basically like they built like a canal inside of L.A. 
Hmm. So people will actually that live there will row their boats across this man-made oh, canal. Oh, I see, I see. And you can just visit people's houses through their backyards. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's ex- extremely cool. But Malibu is like completely gated, like mm. kind of properties. Oh, and, but they're I beautiful. See. Like there's, there's a Nobu on the ocean. Mm. But there's also kelp all over the area and nobody <laughs> around. This, this is not kind of the beach I like. But the drive there is fucking astounding. Because you're driving like around the cliffs and you see the ocean mm. on the bend. It's like on the Pacific Coast Highway, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I love going over there. There's a, there's a Nobu opening in Toronto, right? They're opening. Is this still Nobu. happening? It, I think so. Yeah. It's going to be like just like down the street over here. Yeah. And no, it's, it's also that Peter Street. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be like a condo uh, and hotel. Condo right? and hotel. I remember going to see the, the showroom. Yeah, and it's kind of going to be cost like an arm and a leg. Of course, I mean it's downtown and it's right in the middle of the and it's core. Nobu. And it's Nobu, so of you course know it's going to be Nobu, right? Who? Uh, yeah, the guy De Niro. Uh, yeah, De Niro started Nobu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, De Niro and the actual and Nobu the chef, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually went there, hmm. like for like for dinner. Like mm-hmm. my, yeah. fr- it was actually astounding. Like you would, really? ex- you would expect it to be like. Oh fuck! It's gonna be like white fusion food. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be shit. Julian, like he he's a really high palate guy because mm. he he cooks a lot. So I remember he's like, "Holy crap! This is the best shrimp ever!" And so it was my friend's fortieth birthday. So we had like a fifteen course meal. Plate after plate was like fucking bomb, and we're just like, "Holy shit! This place is actually amazing." Mm. And also the bill is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bill was somewhere close to five figures. Oh, holy! <laughs> Whoa! <It> was, <laughs> Jeez! My, my buddy had a billionaire girlfriend at the time, so. <laughs> oh my god! So I think she took care of that, but it was like, holy fuck! That's it was wild. expensive. I'm like, yeah, no wonder De Niro's doing this shit. So I, I mean, going back to the question that I asked you originally, which is like, do you have like a kind of a go-to place yeah. when you go to LA? I asked that because. I don't really feel like I have a place like that in Toronto, but I go to New York quite a bit, at yeah. least in the past. And I do have a couple of places where they're go-tos for me in New York. Like really? every time I go to New York, I, I got to hit these places up because I just really enjoy going to these places. Yeah. Yeah. So your go-to place. Yeah. I mean, I, I go to New York a lot and yeah. I've got a couple of places in New York that are kind of my go-tos. There's, there's a restaurant um, called Becco okay. in New York, and I love that place. Shout out to Becco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I like I, I going there. I go there all the time. They had really? this one thing where it's like, I think like 21 bucks or I think like 18 USD or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Right. And they have like these three pastas of the night, mm. right? And you pay that 17 or 18 bucks or right. maybe it was 21 and you just get unlimited of those three. Really? Yeah, and they come by. They come by with like these these giant plates. Pasta trays. Yeah, pasta trays, and uh, you just say, "I want more of that. I want more of that," and you just get that unlimited all night long. Wow. Yeah, I, I love that place. They have good fish. They have good steak. Um, oh, man, I love that place. I think for me in LA, Chapman Square is a place I always go to, and that's kind of where like it's just like it's the first place I actually went to in LA. It's in K Town. It's this like square. And kind of like they have all these restaurants and bars. Mm. And the first place we went to was called uh, Tobang. Um, it's like a Korean like pocha um, place. And just like mm. you drink and you eat. And it was pretty cool. And then there was a place called Gam, which was upstairs. And that was an, uh, like, that's when shit got rowdy. Mm. <laughs> like we had the drink they called the Milkman. Okay. <laughs> and, and the reason it's called the Milkman is, well, are, we named it that. Well, my friends did. It's because it takes you to town. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So basically, it's like, a, I think in Korean, they call it maksosa. Okay. So it's makali, soju, and 7-Up. That sounds milk delicious. It, it tastes like that milk. That sounds is. so good. It tastes like I milk. It's available here. Oh, you can, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we always drink it here. And then, yes, it does take you to town. So it was makoli, makoli, soju, and seven up. Oh, that sounds so good. So I'm gonna try making that next time. Have you had makoli before? I love makoli. Okay, so yeah, makoli, yeah so it's like, you know what it tastes like. It's like rice yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. have a jug next time. We can have a jug next time. Where can you buy it? You can go to LCBO. Which LCBO? Uh, you have to check online because I think yeah. right now they're out of stock. Uh, or if you want, Galleria has a fermentation kit. You can make it yourself. 
No, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> if, if all else fails, you can make it yourself. Or you can check out the restaurants. They probably do have it for I sale. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've had them at restaurants, but I kind of want to just buy well, you a can bottle. You buy lunch. it at the restaurants. Oh, you can? To take home. Yeah. yeah really? It yeah. They don't care. Up, but yeah. yeah, it might be marked up. Mm. But if, if LCBO doesn't have it, so no, for anyone yeah. at home that isn't from Ontario, LCBO <laughs> controls all of our alcohol. And it's quite frustrating sometimes, but they do have a great selection. Yeah, like, and it's sometimes. on holidays, though. That's yeah. so frustrating. And it's only Ontario. If you go to, like, Quebec or something like that, you There's can buy... in Quebec. They have like SAQ, this, uh, yeah. but that's private. Yeah, but you can you can buy, like... Well, now you can buy, like, alcohol at convenience stores here, but before you couldn't. Yeah. But, but in Montreal, they've had that for a while. Yeah, I mean, they, they do lack selection, but yeah. it's nice to be able to just go pick up anything you want. Yeah. I think go-tos in Toronto, just coming back to topic. Yeah. Uh, if, I, my, if I have a buddy who come, who's coming over, I'd probably bring him to Easy. Oh, yeah? Buffet. It's just Asian, Friday Asian nights. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> and the second place, I think, uh, unpopular opinion, but Mandarin. What? Really? Really? I've never heard a Canadian who's never been to Mandarin. Okay, I won't lie. Sometimes you crave that kind do of you Chinese food. Sometimes I do. They might hate me afterwards, but I think all Canadians have tried Mandarin. It's yeah. Kind of so I, 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 yeah, I, I can see. I kind so, of agree with that. So yeah. you're, when your friend comes to Canada, you would take them to Mandarin to eat but nine out of half-ass Chinese they, food. They don't, they don't want to go. Yes, so. I can imagine. They're like, I, well, I assume most of your friends are coming from Asia. They're like, yes, I would love to come to Canada to taste out what Canadian so that's something that I like. hate. That's something that I hate every time I go back to Taiwan. Yeah. Every time I go back to Taiwan, I'm like, I ask my aunt if they want to go out to, to dinner, to lunch, whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah, let's do it. And then they always take me to a brunch place <laughs> or they always take me to like like a spaghetti place. I'm like, come on, guys. You like, must love this shit. I eat this. Like, please. They want to give I you a taste of home. I don't want any more. I don't. Come on, guys. Stop. <laughs> what, what was I going to say? Oh, shit. It brings you to Tim Hortons. Like, yeah, oh, my God. I know. Like, a lot of people abroad, like, like I know a lot of Canadians abroad, like in Shanghai and Hong Kong, and they all miss Tim Hortons. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Like, I personally, like, you're having me <laughs> cafe. But, yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't drink coffee. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I spent a lot of time at Timmy's when I was in university. So, I and I hate the decor. I think it's more of a nostalgia. Yeah. You know. But, you, you know, like, the, so they have um, a Tim Hortons in Shanghai. There's a Tim Hortons in Hong Kong, too. Yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. But I, I don't know about the one in Hong Kong I've never been, but the one in Shanghai is high fucking class. Really? Yeah, it's like the fucking Rolls Royce of Tim Hortons. Yo, I mean, if you're like going outside your own country, you want to make it like big. You exactly, to, like, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. 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 then you can't compete. You have to. Yeah. You can't compete with the local pops. Yeah, or, or the chains in over there, right? Yeah, like I mean, they're fighting against Starbucks, I guess. And then like I've been to the Starbucks roastery there. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It, it's like you watch them pack the beans and stuff. You're yeah. like, this is like, like a factory. Yeah. And Can you imagine Double Double being like a luxury? A luxury? I well, yeah. I mean, I think in most countries it is. I don't like, I was in Korea, everywhere had coffee shops. Co- but coffee is so expensive in Korea. It's like- Was it actually? It's it's wild. It's so expensive. I've seen on my friend's Instagram, I think he was paid like seven bucks for like a drip coffee. Yeah, it's really but expensive. But they like the gourmet one. It's really right? good. It's yeah. good, but it's just really expensive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, for them, it's actually like a piece of luxury, right? Yeah. yeah. I love going to coffee shops in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I like going to those, um, uh, they call it Kisatens. Okay. Right. They're like Showa style, like 1980. You know, seventies, eighties style cafes, right? And they serve coffee in like those, you know, British Are tea these like saucers. Made in cafes? No, no, no. They're just like they're just like regular cafes. Okay, okay. They're just like the really old style. That's, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. really like seventies and eighties uh, theme. Not right. not really themed because there's not. It's not like a themed cafe. It's just like they've just preserved that environment and that style yeah since then nothing's really changed right and then behind the counter is usually like you know uh husband and wife duo that's right. yeah. you know one is collecting the money one's making the coffee usually the I, mom is collecting the money yeah the dad yeah, is like exactly the one exactly <laughs> i love those cafes i go there and i just like i bring a book and i just read have coffee i love i love the experience there i think that would be really fun if it's yeah. like 
overlooking like the ocean or something like that. There's so many of those kinds of yeah. cafes, man. I, I, I miss Japan so much. I want to go back. I've never been to Japan. I want to. You go. haven't? No, I haven't. Okay, we got it. We got. We right. got to figure something out. I, I have friends in Japan, actually. Oh yeah, I do. I actually do. There's a, there's a girl I knew here that went back to Japan. Yeah, I mean some of the some of the the girls that we oh, yeah, right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah yeah last time I went back to Japan I met oh, up with really one. I did yeah I did tell you that no you didn't oh yeah 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 I think she has a kid now yeah yeah okay well yeah she does uh, but there was another person right. that I met up with and um, yeah her husband was working right right or else he probably would have come with us oh. but uh, yeah I met up with her when I went to when I was traveling so I reached out to her before I went to Japan right, right? and I was like hey you know. Um, I'm going to be in uh, Kyoto okay. from this day to this day. Uh, do you want to meet up? Right. Right. Because I know she was like just outside of Kyoto or something oh, okay. like that or outside of Osaka. And I didn't get a reply because I rarely go on Facebook and I don't even have Facebook anymore. Really? Right. But uh, I messaged her on Facebook and when I, w- when I got on the train, the, the bullet train to tr- to, from Tokyo to Kyoto, is when she replied. Oh. And she's like, yeah, I can beat it tomorrow. I'm like, wow. All right, oh, sweet. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's do she, it. She, she's so, on the ball. Yeah. So we ended up meeting up in, uh, in Kyoto and went to um, uh, hiking and stuff. Oh. That was a lot of fun. So, so Anders, so uh, me and Alan, like, we met these, you know, Japanese girls. Like, maybe Are you like, going to introduce her? <laughs> <laughs> I think they all went back. They're married. And yeah, yeah I think they're all married now. Um, okay. But this is like, what, 12, 13 years ago? A long time ago. Yeah. It was when we were 19. Okay, okay. And so um, basically, I think we were at Scotiabank Plaza. We are having sushi there. And uh, these With girls. Japanese girls? No, no. They were working there. Oh, okay. They okay. were the waitresses. So, you know, we weren't trying to make friends or anything. We are yeah. just like, whatever. And then it's funny, but they were like actually Japanese. And there's mm-hmm. like, just like, there's it's just very oh, unique. Oh, was it that Japanese place on the plaza, Scotia Plaza? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. That's the one. It's yeah. kind of like pricey. Yeah, but back then I yeah. think it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It was a, I think it was an all-you-can-eat place back then. Okay. But. Anyways, um, it's just like you know, since they're Japanese, like they're like it's kind of rare to see Japanese people in yeah. Toronto. So, yeah. so especially back then. Yeah, so, definitely. So we were like, oh, so they're very like memorable. So we went to the club later. I, I took these guys to Frequency, which is like a club that's been mm-hmm. dead for like a couple of years now, but or maybe close to like five six years. Okay. Um, and we ran into them, and they recognized us. We recognized them. We're like, oh hey, and then we, we I think we became friends. Did you guys tip? Oh, you you fuckers didn't tip. <laughs> no, no, we, we tipped. I think yeah. we tipped. I think. <laughs> I don't even recall. It was so long ago. It was so long ago, and we were okay. just with our our friend because I think his mom had like a parking pass there or something at the yeah. time. But yeah, that that was our experience, and yeah, I mean, I have never been to Japan. I want to go. All I know, I heard is the clubbing there is astronomical, and I heard that the sushi is amazing. I would say yes, the sushi is really quite good but we have some pretty good stuff here too and i think at the at the highest tier maybe there's a less of a difference when you get to like that really high tier stuff really but at the at the lower tiers their lower tier is amazing, so right? much better than yeah, our what course. our lower their tier mid-range is probably is amazing. yeah yeah that, that's the same experience i had in uh in new york actually like because in new york new york actually gets fresher fish than we do because they are right by the ocean and they, everything goes through Hudson before coming up to us. I mean, everything's frozen before it gets to us anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, for us, I think, like, there's a bit more of a delay. I'm not sure. The quality here is just, like, the mid-range stuff is a bit more subpar. Yeah, yeah. So when I was, like, in uh, New York, they actually have, like, I think I talked to said this last time. They have omakase there and it was, like, 60 bucks. And it was fucking bomb. Oh, yeah. It was so good. And I was just like, wow, the price is so cheap. I could eat this every day. I would eat this every day. No, no problem. We, 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 we spent the entire episode trying to talk about Toronto and then we ended up talking about everywhere else. Because that, that, that's where I want to be. <laughs> that's, 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 I think that's going to be a common theme. Is a we common theme end up is talking, we try to talk about here as much as we can. Our experiences abroad. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, there's a few good, cool places for sushi in Toronto, I guess. Yasu. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've, to Yasu I've before. I've been to Yasu before and it was a different experience for me. How so? I don't know. Like I don't know. Was it like because I wasn't sitting by the the bar, or I was just sitting at a table and like like um, the person I was seeing took me at the time right for my birthday, and I just didn't really love it. Yeah, the, the atmosphere is a little bit too uptight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It felt dreary. This one in, in Topico, right? No, no, no. no. Yasu's oh, yeah. in uh, U of T. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. I've never been that one then. Never mind. Yeah. The one I went was Etobicoke. She said it was like the best in Toronto. I think my favorite sushi place in Toronto is Japango. Oh. I've never been, but I always see it. It's like got a gr- it's a small place. Yeah. It's got great environment. The food is good. I think it's probably the closest that you can get to the quality yeah. that you get in Japan, but also the environment. Really? But I think that's how I think that's how a lot of places in Japan are because they're so small right. and they cater to such a small um, mm-hmm. uh, clientele at once, right? Yeah. They can kind of be a little bit more meticulous with the things that they're prepping, right? right? So you have that upped quality just because they don't have to serve so many people at once, but you also get that intimate vibe. That's that's the general, that's why I think I like the restaurants and cafes and bars right. in Japan so much is more that it's so pop. intimate. More mom and pop style. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like Japan, you've never been, right? But so they actually keep chopsticks for their like for their closest customers. Oh, like no they have like a set of chopsticks for people. Oh, really? Where is this? Japan. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, like, like I remember I was eating there. I was like, there's all these chopsticks on the damn wall. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it's like if you know if, if you're like you know like going there very often, yeah. they keep like you know you like kind of like you know your place there. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's pretty awesome. That is that that's is pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think. Japan goes owned by Yuzuno Hana, isn't it? I have really? no idea. Yeah, the one on Adelaide. I think so. I think they're like kind of related. It's what I've heard. I yeah, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know I've if been this there. is the, the, uh, the the case. I've been to Yuzuno Hana, and it, it, it's actually really fucking good. Have are they still around? Oyster yeah. shooter. Uh, yeah. Are they? Are they still around? Are you sure? Yeah, they have oyster they shooters were around last year at least. Really? Like, no. Yeah, they're they're beside the Copacabana on yeah. Adelaide. Yeah. You know, I think I think uh, talking about some of these places. Make me go want to go back to these places now. Really? You know, yeah. I think I feel like you you live in a place, and the things that you are just around all the time, you end up. You don't recognize, like you don't really like. It yeah, you don't appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't appreciate it, but I think talking about it makes you appreciate it a little bit more too. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's a few restaurants that like I definitely like miss and like would love to check out again, like even like. Um, the bars like Sweet One Four is closed. Like that was one of my favorites. I know mm. I mentioned it last time, but they're gone. Um, Bar Chef is still around, I think. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a couple of places. There's also there's a there's a pho place in uh, Ossington. It's still there. I was there. Yeah, fourteen we town. We yeah, I love that place. And then Golden Turtle too. Oh, I love. I've it. never been Golden Turtle. Uh, fourteen Golden town is so good. I, really? I think it's my favorite pho place in Toronto. Yo, if Montreal fights with on like bagels and stuff, yeah. I think Toronto fights on like, the, <laughs> the pho place. No, <laughs> no, 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 like, no. Everyone has their own like favorite like. No, but Montreal is like kind of has a heavy Vietnamese population, right? But like, the I think best, Toronto is yeah. bigger. Is it yeah, actually? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I, I, we have a friend that actually owns like a Vietnamese restaurant over there. Okay. Oh, I, have yeah? to, I have to ask him oh, next nice. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's allowed to come back anytime <laughs> soon with COVID and all, but it'd be cool to yeah. get him on the show even actually.